At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings for this meeting of the Talking with T talk team and you, the listeners, for another edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. We'll hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, and new music on the show designed with you in mind. Today marks the birth date of the historically great civil rights leader and minister, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. On this day, we reflect on his legacy and his dream for a peaceful world infused with justice and hope for all people. Dr. King was born on January 15th in 1929 and was assassinated on April 4th in 1969. If January 15th is your birthday, not only do you share it with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but you also share it with your other birthday mates, actress Regina King, actor Chad Lowe, and actress, comedian, Kalita Smith. On the national calendar, January 15th is also celebrated as National Hat Day and National Humanitarian Day. This day is recognized as Founders Day for my sorority sisters of the first African-American Greek sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, known to set it off in a serious matter while sporting 20 pearls for classy girls. I'm shouting a big ski to my sisters on this day. The theme this month is Be More. In contrast, I guess I could say, don't be less. Don't be content with being less than you can be. Don't settle for less than fulfilling your purpose. Don't underutilize your talents. Be more than mediocre. Be more than average. Be more than stereotypes. For today's happy highlight, we want to lift up Julia Nepper out of North Carolina, who started college at the age of 12 and has now earned her doctorate degree at the age of 23. Dr. Nepper enrolled in the Cape Fear Community College to pursue an associate's degree at the age of 12 and went on to get a bachelor's degree from the University of North Carolina by the age of 16 before completing her Ph.D. Oprah Winfrey was honored with the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award at the Golden Globes and gave a moving acceptance speech referencing the Me Too movement and denouncing sexual harassment, saying their time is up. You can check out the video of her speech through a link on my website under today's show tab. That's www.talkingwithtea.com. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal.
have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. And every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith. We will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day with all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, 
we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Put your ears on blast. This will go real fast as we cover our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Shaquille O'Neal has been named CFO, Chief Fund Officer of Carnival Cruise Line. Due to human error, a missile alert was sent out in Hawaii, leaving thousands to worry about their demise as well as their loved ones for a whole 38 minutes before a notice about the mistake was sent out. Apparently, there is a new dangerous teen trend that involves eating laundry detergent for the Tide Pod Challenge. Deaths have already been linked to ingesting these pods, so teenagers are engaging in a deadly risk. There is a lot of talk about improving bipartisan relationships, and recently Republican Senator Anitra Flores and Democrat Senator Oscar Braden have taken the suggestion to heart as both of these senators are married with children and have apologized for being caught having an affair. A terribly battered and abused wife is stuck paying for the attorney fees for her abusive husband as she seeks a divorce because he is in jail and according to Kentucky law, she is responsible for his legal fees. And what kind of nonsense is that? The Jacksonville Jaguars defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers and will now advance to the AFC Championship to face the Patriots. Officials in California are working to clear the debris from the recent devastating mudslides, leaving at last count a death toll of 20 before the next storm hits. Two women working at the Ross Dress for Less in Kissimmee, Florida, ended up in a love triangle robbery and one of the women hired two men to kill the other. Well, they ended up kidnapping the wrong woman, and although they figured that out, they killed her anyway. These stupid criminals continued to use the debit card of the victim, which eventually led to their arrest. This murder-for-hire plot gone wrong resulted in the loss of a mother and wife. The victim, Zingotita Torres, had moved to Florida last year from Puerto Rico with her husband, mother, and 14-year-old son. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. Would have been fish. Would have been meat. Would have been eggs. Would have been greens. Would have been milk. Would have been fruit, would have been vegetable, would have been soup, I would have been good for you.
portion of our show where we review trending news and I have with me our know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. So as I'm sure everybody knows by now, but of course we just have to talk about it. One of the biggest stories trending this past week was related to the big retail chain H&M featuring a black boy model with a sweatshirt saying, coolest monkey in the jungle, while his white boy counterpart had a shirt reading survival expert. Now, I must say that although I was disappointed, I don't really think I was that surprised given the climate of our country and in some parts of the world right now. And of course, as is the trend, H&M pulled the ad and issued an apology. And we have a lot of these after the fact types of things when companies get caught up or get called out. One of my questions originally was who approved this tomfoolery? And I wondered about the parents' involvement. But then I read an article, the mother did come forward, because I kept thinking, when is the parent going to say something? You know, some of us questioned, was it Photoshopped? Was it one of those cases where... You see a model and they have on, you know, one pose, seven different outfits as such. But she said that people calling it racially insensitive need to get over it. She said her son has modeled hundreds of outfits, and she was actually with her son when he did the controversial photo shoot. So I'm thinking, okay, was she about those coins, or is she grown up in a cave? 
And so before y'all weigh in, I want to say one more thing about people who argue that perhaps we're being too sensitive about this. And and everybody has a right to their opinion about that, and they can look at it for whatever angle or from whichever angle they want to. I don't have a problem with alcohol unless you rub it on an open wound. So I don't have a problem with monkeys. I don't have a problem with jungles. When you connect that to something that has been a sensitive issue and something that's been used to degrade a group of people, then I have a problem with it. There are certain things that are considered insensitive because they reflect an opinion that was grounded in some type of bias or prejudice, and that's been historically unfavorable. So for people that don't get that, I don't have a lot of energy trying to convince them, but they just need to understand for those of us that did find it offensive, why? And and I again, I, I'm not sure about this mother, but you know, teach his own. Well, here's the thing. You know, I was a bit cautious in thinking that perhaps the hoodie was photoshopped on the little boy, and we talked about that as we were preparing for today's show. Mm-hmm. And of course, we later found out that that was not the case. And like you said, the mother was about to coin. You know, she got whatever she was supposed to be paid to have her little son standing up there with this hoodie on. I'm ma'am, do you not understand the implications of what your son is wearing? You know, several people weighed in and said, well, uh, this was on the H&M non-U.S. website, and perhaps they are looking at it from a different perspective than those of us who are in the United States are. But still, either way, with H&M being an international company, I agree. You know, perhaps there should have been a filter of some sort that this particular advertisement would have gone through to say, hey, okay, while this may not be as offensive in one country, it's definitely going to incite the ire of customers over in the United States, so maybe we we should scratch this all together. But around, well, it wasn't like, just the U.S. because six of the stores over there in South Africa they tore those stores up. They ransacked them. I saw the videos flipping over mannequins and everything. And then they That's had right. so many black employees walk out that they couldn't even really run the store. So I don't think it was. First of all, we know racism is not isolated to the U.S. Right. So with a little lace front and makeup beat and all of that. So yeah, she she trying to get her coins. Yeah, that's exactly what she was doing. Cause but then you know the amount of people, you know, especially people of the lighter complexion, even some of us stating that they just don't see an issue with it. Like you know they've had to bring up, well you know if you buy some the nursery rhymes for your kids, you know little monkeys jumping on the bed, they're just reaching for stuff to trying to. Make it seem like it's okay when it wasn't okay. It was in bad taste, for one. It had to go through different outlets to get approved. And then, if it, I mean, even if it, if it was my child, even if it went through that, and I seen my son come out in that, he wouldn't he wouldn't have worn it. You could put somebody else in that, but mine wouldn't Yeah, you need to switch these two sweatshirts. You put him on the, right. yeah. Right. I do feel sorry about some employees that work there, especially the black employees, because they did state that. This is their job, and this is their livelihood. I can't just quit because they did that, and I have 
kids to take care of. So kind of like they're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. They want to they want to do the right thing, but jobs are really hard to come by at this at this point in time. Exactly. The other big story was Trump saying that immigrants were coming from blank hole countries. The word starts with an S, ends with it, referring to Haiti and countries in Africa. Trump reportedly asked why we would want people from Haiti and more Africans in the U.S. and added that the U.S. should get more Europeans and maybe people from countries like Norway. Again, I'm not surprised. And Professor Jay, you can catch us up on the latest Trump shenanigans, including his declaration for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Right, right, right. I mean, shenanigans is an ideal word to describe everything that's happened within the past few days. And so he recently signed a proclamation. Oh, I'm sorry. I said declaration. Yeah, well, he signed a proclamation. Uh, for the Martin Luther King holiday. Uh And, you know, other sources mentioned that he signed this proclamation making the area around the Dr. Martin Luther King birthplace and several other sites in Atlanta where Dr. Martin Luther King worked in the civil rights movement uh, national landmarks. So with that being said, it seemed as if when he interrupted at midday TV, he was declaring January 15th a federal holiday, which, to my understanding, it already has been made a federal holiday. All right. And so, and so here's, here's my take on all of that. I've seen sources that say that every sitting president has signed a proclamation for the Dr. Martin Luther King holiday, not necessarily proclaiming it a federal holiday, but merely acknowledging it. But interestingly enough, when he signed this proclamation with the big, humongous permanent marker, mm-hmm. he had Dr. Ben Carson and the nephew of Dr. Martin Luther King, Reverend Isaac Ferris, and several other random black people, African Americans, whichever term you want to use, that he had gotten from somewhere standing over in the cut. So my take on the whole proclamation, and I put that in air quotes, was a sorry tale attempt, and notice that tale is not the word I want to use, mm-hmm. sorry tale attempt at damage control for what he recently said concerning Haiti and those other African countries, which he got on Twitter and backpedaled and said that he didn't say. However, several other sources who were there confirmed that those were the words that he used. So, okay, so yeah. it was six people there. Uh, according to the reports I saw. And it seems like, from what I can tell, and, of course, multiple news stories, it was everywhere. It seems like half of them say he said it and half of them say he didn't. So that's a bit concerning, in my opinion. But, again, just like a story we shared before, the fact that we believe it is most likely that he did say it is a problem in itself. Right. And let's say he took out the vulgarity or he took out the the adjective that was so displeasing. Just the fact that he's saying we don't want those people referring to people of color, right, because that's who primarily you're talking about when you're looking at countries in Africa and you're looking at Haiti 
And the implication when he says Europeans and people of Norway, it, that's pretty clear. Right. So he could have taken all the rest of that out and just expressed his displeasure in that, and it would still be a problem. Sure. How many more months do we have to deal with him? Well, too many. I don't, you know, and I'm still trying to to find the criteria to getting impeached. There Mm -hmm. has to be a list of things you do or say that is grounds for impeachment. It just seems like. They let him do and say anything he wants to say, and it's never, it's an issue for a minute, but then nothing happens. This is somebody's president that they voted for that's doing Mm -hmm. all this. And that's one thing we have to remember, that he was elected. So when we talk about impeachment, when we talk about things that would hopefully move him away from that position, you got people who want him there. So I'm going to read to you from a post I made shortly after finding out about Trump making these comments. And basically what I was saying was that what level do you continue to support Donald Trump when he continues to reflect a character that's infused with racism and bigotry and arrogance and deceit? And when is it okay to uphold his compulsive cruelty? Because he has no filter. He, in my opinion, has a blatant disregard for humanity. And in this case, the message is not separate from the messenger. The analogy I used was that I like lemonade, hate prune juice. But if I mix those two together, I can't separate the taste. So in this case, I can't separate his character from him being the leader of our country. He has too much influence and too much power to have such poor character. And many would argue that he's not the first to think and say the hard things. He's not the first to be prejudiced. He continues to provide evidence of his feelings. But we didn't stop issuing jail sentences after we convicted the first criminal, and we didn't stop protesting hatred after the first water hose, nor did we stop fighting for justice after the first lynching. So it doesn't matter if other people feel that way. And my question to our listeners, are we not a reflection of who and what we support? We tend to be attracted to reflections of ourselves. So I'd like to know the people that still continue to support, again, this elected leader, who, in my opinion, if you support him, he is mirroring your truths. So. Raise your hand, let your voices be heard. We'd love to hear from you. You can call in, 865-409-1170, and, and tell us your side of the story. Help us understand, because at this point, my mind is void of any comprehension of how this man can continue to do the things he does and expect our country to progress in a successful way. Can I drop the mic? Yeah, drop drop the mic. Let me run over there and put this cape on you. Because <laughs> you said that, T. That part. Jay, Jay, that part. That part. And I'm thinking these rocks. All right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Let's lighten some things up a bit. Move on to the Crazy Chronicles. This past December, Najee Logan and Justin Larry committed armed robbery 
holding the victim at gunpoint in a grocery store parking lot. They jump in the getaway car, make it two miles before they are apprehended. And why, you may ask? Why? Because <laughs> these stupid criminals, <laughs> they ran out of gas. So how are you going to have the nerve to commit armed robbery and not be smart enough to make sure the getaway car has gas? You know what? <laughs> and I mean, it could it wasn't like they drove. I'm talking about two miles, and they ran out of gas. They had to have been on E. That's why they was robbing. That's why they was doing the robbery. <laughs> well, they should have robbed somebody at a gas station then, because, well, speaking Ooh. of stupid criminals, <laughs> speaking of stupid criminals, Sandra Lou Garner, age 55 out of Texas, has been arrested and charged with the murder of her husband. Let me tell you how the police were led to believe that she was the suspect. Before she killed her husband, she searched on the Internet, quote, how to kill someone and not get caught. So I'm pretty sure Wait a minute. she didn't follow the instructions, which couldn't have included leaving the search history on her computer. Oh, dumb criminal. Oh, yeah. Well, I got one more, and it's probably out of the stupid criminal files, too. It's uh, my last one about a would-be teenage robber turned victim. Two teens out of Waco, Texas, that planned to meet up when the first teen, you know, they didn't release their names. But the first teen promised to sell the second teen some marijuana. We'll call them Teen 1 and Teen 2. The first teen's original plans were to rob the second one. And things didn't quite work out because they obviously had the same plan. And when they met up, Teen 2 put out a gun and robbed Teen 1. So the potential robber was now the victim. And uh, he was released to his grandparents, and the police are still looking for the intended victim who turned out to be the robber. Did y'all get all that? Wait, yeah. Yeah. Burn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a listen in there? I'm still trying to get my thoughts, thoughts together on this one. I can't. I'm unable. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know I kept reading it over and over because, like I said, they didn't have names. But I will say this, that they're... Or some lessons to be learned today. One is make sure that your car has gas. Right. Two, don't make it known your plans for committing said crime. And three, if you're a robber, don't rob another robber. That part. (laughs) That part. Well, you can find the links to these stories and others shared on Talking With T by visiting our website, and that's www.talkingwitht.com. Before we sign off, I want to encourage the listeners to continue to engage with us on social media and through the website. This past week's engagement was a would you rather question. So the question was, would you rather see the future or change the past? See the future or change the past? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I wouldn't change the past because everything that happened in the past gives you to where you are at this point. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if I would want to see see the future because, you know, what's going to happen happen now? Could, could I just see the, the, the lottery numbers? Can I just see that? <laughs> yeah, let, let me go ahead and see those so I know which ones to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, feel free to leave your thoughts or comments under the social media post or the comment section on the webpage. And that's it for this bit. We'll check back in with you next week, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know, I'm going to say it.
Once again, we've come to the end. Be reminded, you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is 865-409-1170, and we look forward to hearing from you. Also make note, I'm still looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business. Tune in the way you like and pick your pleasure by choosing to listen to Talking With T anytime on your time on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. Look out for new shows each and every Monday. But in the meantime and in between time, Subscribe to Talking with T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Today, you are you. That's truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. Dr. Seuss. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with T.